You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Dude, you're gross. I I am not gross. Yes, I just, I you're can, gross. You no. know what? How, how are we supposed to make anybody in this building like us if you do that every That's time? That's not gross. That was a natural human... It's your natural human whatever but every I, time. I ate some tacos. Oh, gross. I that, that makes some, it even worse. I drank some coffee. Okay, it was a those delicious mixed lunch. together? No. I, I had to... I mean, I, I had to burp. It just... It happens. Okay. It's natural. Everybody no, does it. No. It's... Not do the I, way you do it. Do I really do that in the Yes, lot? you do that every time. Oh. Yes. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today. Wherever and however you are listening, we greatly appreciate it so, so much. And uh, don't forget to go to funemploymentradio.com and subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network, Six ninety nine a month. That is it. The first week is free, and you get to hear all of the amazing programming right here on this channel. And also, apparently Greg's cell phone. Also, I didn't turn my phone off. Yes. That's the second time I've done that mm-hmm. this week during yes, things. Yes, you've yeah. been doing that. Well, I'm very professional, things. as you've uh, apparently let me know. Okay, you know what? Already, okay. A, our new neighbors already don't like us. I can tell this. Why? They, why do you? Why do you? Think because that? we're loud. Well, yeah. Nobody likes a loud neighbor. Well, I don't know. And I mean, not that's only too that, bad. like I, I feel like I could work with the loud thing. Like we're loud. Like clearly, they moved into a building that we've been in for you know over a year now. They knew mm, that we were moving yeah, in about, that. about a year. You know, they knew they were moving in uh, next door to a radio station. Mm-hmm. However. The hallways are very echoey, <laughs> and every single time our door opens and you step into the echoey halls, the only thing that anyone hears is you letting out a huge, loud burp <laughs> every time. I well, it is disgusting every time I, we're, you're out there locking the door because you can clearly tell it's with our door. Like you hear the lock, and you're just like, <laughs> and it's, well, it's super loud. And then you like pat your stomach like you did something good, and then just wander away. You don't even excuse yourself. Well, it's because I just felt like, uh, you know, I feel like I'm at home here. We're here a lot at the studio, and, um, you know... This is not your home. Let's just get that over with. This is not your home. (laughs) No, but I feel very comfortable here. No, it's disgusting. This is our place It's not that gross. It's gross. You have these gross, like, rattling, (laughs) like, wet burps. Well, no, that that one was a rumbler is what that one was. No, it was... It's what we call a rumbler. It was disgusting. Because there was some coffee churning around in there. It was, uh, you know, there was a few things going on there. Yeah, I mean, sorry. I ate some delicious tacos. Every time. Every time, like we like we leave the studio, then come back as you're unlocking the door, bleh, as you're doing it. It's like some sort of Pavlovian thing, like where every time you have to, like while you're in the hallway in front of our place of business, you need to make like some big loud body sound. Well, now I'm going to realize what I'm doing. Now I'm going to be self conscious about it. If I hold it in, I'm going to explode. That's yeah, a fact. It's totally yeah, nipples. It, it's totally juicy. It's like one of those slapping burps. The like rumbler. It's kinda, no, it kind of like feels like it's slapping against the sides of your mouth it was, as it's coming out. It's, it's disgusting. It's what's called a rumbler. It is disgusting. That's all it is. Well, all right. Well, now I'm going to be self-conscious about Good. it. Good. You should if be I, because that's not something you should be doing in if public. If I hold it in, that could mean that I will explode. Good. So that's just what I'm saying. And that is a science fact. By the way, uh, today, later on in the show, we'll be doing another edition of Science Facts. I found that a lot of people like to be educated about things in the world. So if you are listening live, feel free to hop into the chat. And uh, Oh, yeah. Lisa you know, Wood's in the chat, too. And she is a loud burper, too. I've heard <laughs> But you know what? She probably wouldn't burp every single time she's walking in and out of the studio. Because they probably think that we're just like these gross animals that are next door yelling and laughing, and then you're in the hallway burping away. Well, that's fine. It's we'll just in- disgusting. We'll instill some fear. We're that's like what the new is. like shoes in the hallway. You're your burps in the hallway. No, I mean we'll we'll uh, we'll do that. Uh, you know, I, I'm I'm just uh, 
instilling fear. I'm, I'm, I'm marking our territory, essentially, is what I'm doing. All right. If you start peeing on our door, I'm going to punch I'm you. I'm not going to pee on our door. I will not do that. <gasps> Speaking of peeing, though, I saw something hilarious last night that I want to talk about okay. in a little bit. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm already feeling a little bit on edge because uh, I'm not, not on edge, but I do feel a little bit... Um, Uncoop. Classless? Not classless. I'm, I'd say I'll, I'll go with classless. No. I'll go with disgusting. Nah, you're going that far? I don't know. I'm just saying a little you bit. You did not. Uh, you hear the burp from inside of your head. I hear it through my ears. It is so gross. <laughs> it is gross. Right. I, I figured like little bits of taco were going to come like popping wow. out. All right. Well, I felt good. I feel better afterwards. So yeah. that's all that Okay. Matters. If you feel so, better afterward, that means it's not something you should be doing in well, public. Well, okay. I will start paying more attention because I guess I need to. I hope I didn't do that today. God, now I'm now I'm really self-conscious about this actually. So, um I had a uh, I had a meeting downtown today for for a fancy something. meeting. Greg's getting all fancy pants. I, I had a fancy meeting um for for We'll just say it's kind of an audition, but it, we'll go along those lines. Oh, Greg is but, so coy with his auditions. Oh, it's kind of a fancy audition. Well, no. I can't really talk about <laughs> it, though, but it's totally cool, and you're not invited. No, I mean, if I if if I do get it, everybody will be invited. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, something, something anyway. I was, a- I was asked to come down and, and have a meeting, and uh, but it was in the, the bank tower downtown. And Ooh. like the really fancy building, and I've never Is it really even... shiny. Oh yeah, it's the big the big pink tower of power. Oh, as it's it the big known. pink. Yes, by Q one hundred and five. I thought someone was messing with me when they first told me that that building was called the Big Pink. I'm like, oh, because mm-hmm. it looks like a penis. What? No, the Big Pink Tower of Power because it has pink windows. That's what it is. It does. Q one hundred and five every day on the bus. All right, but uh, so so I went down there for the meeting, and they have they have their own, of course, fancy parking garage. And this is when I really realized how much I don't go downtown and I don't really understand the ways, the way things work. The ways of downtown. The ways of downtown. And it's totally different because if I do, do you feel park like you're downtown, too ingrained in Southeast Portland culture that you just can't go anywhere? No, that's not it. I just don't happen to go down there that much or at least not park. I'd usually take the bus. And I realized like, cause usually if I do drive downtown, I'm going to park in one of the smart park things where it's like, what is it up to now? It's like a dollar fifty an hour. It's like the cheap parking places. Yeah. But instead, I was told to park in the actual building itself, the actual Uh-oh. parking lot for the building. It's a completely different experience. Like, and the, your huge truck rumbling yeah, in there. Yeah, I know. My huge you dirty truck. Thing? Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I, I never wash my dirt, truck. It's like covered in dirt and Oh, yeah. The back is full of like camping stuff. It looks that's like now, you live in the back of your truck. It does look like it that. Does. I could survive the apocalypse with that truck, with everything that's in it. I mean, there's, there's water. truck beer there's in there. There's truck beer in the back. You have everything I got a tent. you could ever need. I got a sleeping bag. I got uh, one of those warm uh, warm blanket I'm things. sure you have some snacks of some sort. Oh, yeah. there's Well, it's probably moldy snacks now. Yeah. Yeah. Scrape the mold off, you'll be fine. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff there. Mm-hmm. So I pull up into the fancy parking lot with that, and I have my blazer hat on. And I, this is when I realize the difference in parking attendants. Because usually the places that I park, they're usually not very, not very excited that anybody's coming in, and they're usually really crabby. Oh yeah, like at the smart park places. It's like get the fuck in. Yeah, Portland has uh, city-owned, just to explain this, Portland has some city-owned uh, parking lots downtown, parking structures called Smart Park, where it's extra cheap, and the people that work there are usually generally very, very angry. Very, very angry. Yeah, they're very angry. And since it's so cheap, it's usually really full, and you have to end up parking on the very, very tippy top, mm-hmm. and then you can never find your car. Yeah. But it's cheap. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yeah. That's exactly it. And so that's what I'm used to. I'm used to some terrible service and stuff like that, and which is fine. You know, I don't care. I'm just parking my car. They can be crabby all they want. Uh, but... This was so much different. So I pull up and they have two parking attendants all dressed up in like nice like parking attendant attire, which I didn't even know, like button up jackets. They had like like suits? Kind of. 
It was like more a, like concierge. I was going to ask like a, like a hotel concierge. Yeah, it was more okay. like that kind of that kind of uh, outfit. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. And they have the they have the regular machine where you're supposed to press the button and you get a ticket. But no, no, they don't want you dirtying your hands by doing that. No, you pull up and the guy <laughs> will stand there and press the button for you. And hand your ticket. He's like, "There you are, sir." Hey, the does he blazers. have like a white linen napkin like on his arm as he's handing Basically, you your ticket? Basically, well, I mean, almost. And the guy like started chatting me up. He was like, "Oh, well, hello, sir. How's your day going?" I'm like, "Oh, pretty good." He's like, "Well, the Blazers, you know, they uh, they got a good win last night. What do you think's going to happen tonight?" Because I had my Blazer hat on, so he oh, he found a talking point. Yeah, found a talking. That point. was really good. He was doing it on purpose. And at mm-hmm. that point, I'm like, "Oh," so I start talking with him a bit, and he's like, "Okay, well, you know, what do you think?" And he talks for a while, and then he just kind of stares at me. And then he hits the button to lift up the uh, the gate thing and lets me through. Okay. And I couldn't figure out what it was. Like, A, whether he was testing out if I was there for some nefarious purpose or okay. what was going on. All right. And, or was he angling for a tip? Do you have to tip the parking attendants in those buildings? I don't know. I mean, I have I no idea. You you go to them apparently more often than I do. Well, this is the first time I've been into that I one. I didn't even know that Big Pink had a parking garage, I'm, so. Am I supposed to tip him for pressing the button and handing me the ticket? I think like I, I really don't know if anybody listening right now is uh, is is listening to everyone saying yes you were supposed to tip you're him. supposed to tip him oh, but shit. he didn't do anything all he, he did he pushed the button for you so your T Rex arms didn't so, have to reach out and get it so I was supposed to dig out money for him to press the button all right, well, to lift yes, the gate yes no yes no okay yes. yeah because all he did was hit the button uh, okay Aaron Aaron Duran's in the chat he said if he helped you park or parked your truck yes tip if he just hit the button no yeah he just hit the button but he stood there and stared at me like I was supposed to be giving him some something mm-hmm. I don't know it was really weird it was like awkward I'm like yep okay yeah Blazers play in Atlanta yep tonight and he's like Okay, have a good day. Oh, that's so awkward. Like, like just just that amount of silence while he's staring at me was weird because I just didn't expect it. And then he had a buddy that was standing behind him that was just staring at me while I was while I was standing there too. The buddy didn't say anything, and so so I get in there and I go and and I, I park, but apparently I can't park in a regular parking garage because I uh, you're a beast of a car. Well, yeah, it's, it's a giant truck. Yeah. yeah, it's it is kind of a pain in the ass. It doesn't look very classy and some of that stuff. But I but I park into one of these lanes. I'm like, all right, well, I got uh, 10 minutes to get up to my meeting. This is going to be great. And I start walking over there, and this same guy comes running back at me. <laughs> he's like, no, 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 you cannot park there. And I'm trying to do his accent. I, I, I won't do that. Okay. But, it, but he did have an accent. He's like, you can't park there. You, you can park over there or over there. You can't park there. I'm like, why couldn't oh, you park there? Was I don't there a have sign? no idea. No, there was no sign. It was just like a big parking lane. I mean, it looked like it was one where they stack cars up, maybe. I, I, but for whatever reason, I was clearly in the wrong spot. So he didn't even give you any direction as to where to park, but he yelled no. at you that you parked in the wrong spot. Yeah, I didn't, and I didn't park in like a reserved spot because there were a few of those. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just Tony's like, pointing oh, out, but if you tipped him, you probably could have parked there. <laughs> probably, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess I was supposed to. I didn't realize that I was supposed to be doing this. I, I don't know. This is, it just seems kind of odd. So so he yelled at me, and then I had to get back into my car and go repark it uh, into one of the approved spots. Sure. By Mr. Parking Attendant. All right. So he yelled, he shamed you into moving your car. He shamed me into moving my car. So at that point, I just feel, you know, I'm like, oh, well, okay. And there's all these like fancy people in business suits walking by. Just oh, like, and they're all watching ew. like the little dirty guy who has yeah. to move his dirty like, truck. Ew. What are you doing? Oh, all their like sobs. And, and... and again, this is what's just going on in my head. No, That's it was probably, probably not happened. the case. No, it was probably exactly the case. Everyone's probably looking at you like, who's that dirty guy? How did he get into our private parking garage? I will say this. My truck did not fit in. That is for sure. 
my my dirty truck with the canopy. Were you sandwiched between like a yeah, like a Mercedes and a hybrid? Um, it was uh, some kind of SUV that yeah. I ended up parking next to. Sure. It was some really fancy SUV that's like an Escalade or something like that. Um, so yeah, and then I, I went up went up to the meeting. You know, I'm, I had to wander through because I didn't know where I was going. Okay, so you look like there. an aimless, wandering homeless person <laughs> inside of. I did have my backpack building. with my computer. Oh god, and, it, and Greg. Like overstuffs his backpack. Greg is forever like a thirteen-year-old boy, and like cords will be dangling out of his backpack, and all of the like fuzzy Velcro stuff is worn off, and it's just covered in fuzzballs. Yeah, and he never closes the entire thing, so the flap just kind of flaps in the wind, and he wears it only on one shoulder too. Yeah, so there are like little dangling cords coming out of it. The bag is flapping, and it looks like it's falling apart. Think shit's always falling out of it. Yeah, and it's covered true. in like multicolored fuzzballs in the yeah. Velcro. Where that doesn't you probably work anymore? I don't know how to clean that out, honestly. And, and let me just tell you, I've had an issue with this for, with you for a while. What? I, as a man, you need to commit to both straps on your backpack. Why? Because you cannot carry your backpack with just one strap. Why not? It looks stupid. But it's just easier that no. I don't have to put my hand through. Then get all a one-strapped backpack. You know what? It looks ridiculous when you're walking around with that thing hanging off at it, like a thirty-five degree angle off of your back, because you just want to put one arm strap on. But I thought that I could. Why? It doesn't look ridiculous. I mean, it's it's a perfectly fine bag. The bag is nice. I'm. Uh... No, I'm so saying I you mean, wear it incorrectly, and the way you lug it around... Maybe that's why my left side hurts, is because I just wear it on that exactly side. That's exactly why your Seriously, left side hurts. Seriously, it hurts really bad right now. Well, duh, yeah. <sighs> it's supposed to be... E- that bag is designed to evenly disperse the pressure on both of your shoulders. Plus, you're not a little, like, 16-year-old girl. Wear your backpack with both of the Jeez, straps on. Jeez, wow. All right. No, I'm, apparently I'm yeah, gross. Yeah, saying, if, if anything, it's bad for your back. Well, yeah, yeah you're dude, slowly becoming more really deformed. Hurts. It really hurts. Yeah, that's because of the way you carry your damn backpack. I wasn't even going to bring that up, but yeah, I can't even turn left right now. Uh, maybe that is something. God, now I'm self-conscious about everything. Well, anyway, I went into the went into the meeting, and, and it was a very fancy place. It was it was really good. Uh, I think the meeting <gasps> Did they have, well. like, glass walls? Yes. They had glass walls? Glass walls. Was the walls. name of the company etched into the glass walls? Yes. Oh, ho, ho, ho. was a symbol of the company etched into one of the glass walls? Yes. Were some of the were some of the walls just etched for, like, privacy shading? You um, kind of see, like, you could see people milling about? No. Okay. No. It was all glass, glass interior to go in there. It's a really nice place that I, that I went into. I, it was, like, a fancy lobby, and, and uh, you know, it was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So... Anyway, I had the meeting and, uh, and and think of it well. If it's something, so did you have any bumbling to- experience with the front desk girl? Was it a girl? Yes, it was. Did you come in and say, "Hi, I'm Greg Nibbler. I'm here for my meeting." I will say this: she was very attractive, and it well, did throw she's me off. The, yeah, she is the front of the company. She, she was quite an attractive. Got to have face to hold that job. Well, they they picked a face. For yes, it. they they hired correctly. If that's what they were going for, <laughs> <laughs> mission accomplished. Because I was intimidated by her. Uh, so. So yeah, you know, I, I uh, ended up having the meeting and all that stuff. And if it is, it's something that comes to fruition, I will talk about it plenty on here. But, uh, but oh yeah. boy, can't wait! <laughs> Sarah's very thrilled about this. Yes, very thrilled. Um, so so anyway, that happened, and, the, and then leaving. That was the other thing too. That's where I was confused because I because I had kind of been milling over this thing whether I was supposed to have tipped that guy to begin with, and then I was worried I was supposed to tip when I left, and it was the other guy. This time, the parking attendant that had just stared the previous time, because the the first guy he just took off. He w- he didn't even want to talk to me. He saw mm. me. He literally did see see me driving up, and he walked off. So <laughs> I, I have no idea whether that was coincidence or not. Oh, uh, there's no such thing as a coincidence, Greg. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, so anyway, then then I uh, you know I, I just paid from my pass with my card and I, I didn't tip him. I had no idea if I was supposed to do that or not then either. So I either way, I felt really awkward. And then I pulled out my giant dirty truck and left. Oh God! Was it like scraping the ceiling as you were leaving? Too? I did scrape. Um, I did. You the, did? The antenna. I was just kidding. No, it was so low the antenna was hitting on the on the like uh, oh the pilot and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, on the crossbars. So anyway, I, I did not end up. Uh, I didn't tip him. Well, that's just all kinds of awkward. Yeah, that does feel bad. Well, I hope you get that job, Greg. I'm feeling more and more. Somehow self-conscious, I've, self-conscious mm-hmm. and feel like I'm regressing back to being a 12-year-old. Since yesterday we were talking about my... You kind of look like one today. What do you mean? There's a little striped shirt and like your, your I am a Blazers fan hat. Well, that's because I, I forgot my hair product today for oh when I was on camera. Oh, yeah. You should have seen the tantrum this guy threw about me. I did not, not throw a tantrum. Product. All right. For anybody who doesn't know, we film a show called Sportlandia for the Portland Trailblazers, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday right at trailblazers.com. And we're on camera. And I, I, I don't even. Let me just say for the record, I don't use hair product. <laughs> well, I have some curly hair, and I have to, you know, maintain it a little bit. And Greg's dippity do. He just always, every day, it's just like he puts like a whole pile of it in his hand and just like puts it all in the curls. It's just to maintain it. It's an hour on camera. You know, I want to, I want it to stay in its place. When it stays in its place, it's just fine. If I'm on the radio, I don't care. I'm wearing a hat right now and all that stuff, but. I have to have my hair product, and I forgot to uh, I forgot to bring my hair product. Or yes, as Loki is noting in the chat, um, dippity do. Uh, uh, Aaron is asking Greg, are you sure it wasn't the truck nuts we snuck onto your vehicle a couple weeks ago that hit the ground? What? Do you have truck nuts on your car? You didn't seriously do that, did you? Sarah is getting up right now to go look at my truck. I don't know. I can't tell. They're better not. There better not be truck nuts on my car. Oh my god! If there are truck nuts on your car, I oh I will shake Aaron's hand. Oh damn it! Oh please. Whether please it's true or not, now that's in my head. There. Oh, there better not be truck nuts on my on my car. <gasps> I'm we still need to so do that to pissed. Ryan. Remember that was what we talked. I know that is. We we have. Where to does one buy truck nuts? I have no idea. Douche stores. I mean, I I really don't know. Like Spencer's or something. No. That seems like it would have truck nuts. I think you go to like a Chevy store or something like that. I, I don't know, honestly, where you buy where you buy truck nuts, but we'll have to investigate that. Maybe we can buy them from Amazon.com by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com first and clicking on the Amazon link. Plug. So so what did I convince you to put in your hair instead, Greg? Oh, you're really going to say this? <laughs> God dang it. All right. Yes. Before we went on, I was a little mad that I forgot Wow! Talk about peeling back the curtain. Now you're really going to say this? What? What you're? What you made me put in my hair? I didn't make you. I do was anything. complaining. I may have been complaining about it just a little bit, not to anyone, about myself. And yeah, well, Greg likes to talk about himself a lot when Justin and I are sitting in there. Greg is like, "Oh, the weight of the world is on my shoulders. I forgot my dippity do." <laughs> <laughs> and I don't call it dippity do. So Sarah has this idea of how. Well, so basically, Greg realizes he's uh, rummaging through his man bag, and he's just like, oh, he's like, oh god, oh god, where's? He's like, I don't have my, where's my product? I don't have my product. Where's my product? Oh my god, today of all days, I don't have my product. I am not, did I didn't you say, say? Okay, did you or did you not say today of all days, I don't have my product? <laughs> I may have said that, but not in that way. That's not the delivery that I had. 
And so you're rummaging around, and Justin and I are like, oh, God, here goes Diva again. And Greg's just like, Sarah, Sarah, do you have hair products that I could use? And I'm like, no, Greg, I don't have any hair products that you could use. And he's like, well, my hair is wet now, but then when it dries, it's going to be super fluffy, and I don't have my hair products. <laughs> now I have a British accent as well. You do, it's true. Okay. And so... <laughs> Explain what you did. So Greg wanted something to tame his hair, so I convinced Greg that face lotion is just as good for your hair as gel. Did you make... I... I question it. I'm like, what are you talking about? But you also have the same regimen where you pour, like, baby powder on your head. I do. And just to be fair, it did work. Come on. You didn't have any product. You wanted your hair to be a little greasy, a little less... Not greasy. Fluffy. A little less fluffy. I just wanted it tame. So I took my fancy face lotion and put it in my hands and put it in Greg's hair, and it worked. Did it not work? It it, it worked. In lieu of your you product. That. I will give you that. It definitely worked. Mm-hmm. It did work. And I'm a uh, genius right here. I'm like, I don't have product, but I have my face lotion. I'm like, I bet that'll work for you. And it did. And you're welcome. Did you just make that up, though, at the yes. time? You had, it makes you've sense. never tried that before? No, but I mean, I don't have curly hair. But it just makes sense. I mean, it's a lotion. Why would that not make your hair? The way less you crazy? described it, it sounded like you knew this is like a cosmetic fact that you've learned over time. With it, hair. just makes sense. It doesn't make sense at all. Yes, it I does. I was just trusting it's you on something, that. It's something wet and moisturizing, and if you want your hair to not be fluffy, put that in your hair. Yet your hair looks fine. Uh, Greg's taking off his hat now and running his fingers through his hair. You are ridiculous today. I'm just trying to see if there's if it's uh, if there's moisturizer in there. Well, it did work. I will give you credit for that, even if you were just apparently making it up. Or at least it's saying that's a that is a known hair trick in a pinch. I did not know that. So it's actually I true. assumed that you knew what you were talking about. Well, I, it like worked. this first assumption wrong. Did uh, it not work? It, it I worked. wouldn't have suggested it if I I thought you would turn out like garbage, and I didn't put it on your roots of your hair. I just put it in the curls. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it did work. I'll give you that. It just worked. Damn it. Well, I was going to say, I, anyway, I do feel like I'm, uh, I'm regressing to a 12-year-old because after we were talking about my subscription to Ninja oh, Magazine when I was a kid yesterday, I, I, did, in fact, uh, I did, in fact, go up and I, I, t- I did Google some images of ninjas yesterday. For a did while. you make one your screensaver? After the show. <laughs> uh, no. After the show, I did. I just wanted to – because it reminded me. It took me back to when I was 11 and 12 years old and I had my Ninja Magazines and how awesome ninjas were and how much I wanted to be one. And – you know, and so I decided to look up some pictures of ninjas, and it reminded me, oh, yeah, ninjas are awesome. They're still cool, even now, although it's not socially acceptable for me to say that, really. Wait, why, why is it not socially acceptable for you to say that you like ninjas? Well, to read Ninja Magazine, you, you guys ripped on me about that. If I started a subscription to Ninja Magazine... I think you were a serial killer, yes. Yes, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. No, I think that you were plotting, you were, yeah, you were plotting the end of times. I don't think that you should do that. Yeah. I did have I, I talked about my throwing stars yesterday, my my ones I would make out of paper because my mom wouldn't let me get real ones, which was a good idea mm-hmm. in hindsight. I did have I did have different weapons though. I had a I had a set of homemade nunchucks that my uncle gave you me. You had a homemade what? Nunchucks. Okay. Yep. They were awesome. I I would swing them around. I knew a couple of tricks. How many times did you hit yourself in the head? <laughs> Countless. Oh my Countless God. times I hit I'm myself. I'm surprised in the head. that you're still like as competent as you are. With all of the times you hit yourself on the head. Oh, with you know, all the head injuries I've yeah. endured? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've endured a lot of head injuries in my time. <laughs> I should probably be wearing a helmet. No more head injuries for me. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I had that. And then I would make... My dad helped me make a homemade bow and arrow. So, so I, had a, I had a bow. And then I, w- I wanted to make the arrows. 
And so I would get uh, long sticks, and I'd, I'd have my pocket knife, and I'd uh, slice whittle? down the I'd No, whittle you wouldn't, down you the wouldn't slice. You'd whittle down the stick. I'd whittle down the ends. Well, okay. I'd whittle down the ends of that, and that's also when I would also hurt myself many times. I still have a scar on my finger. You're covered in scars, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Is this but you're covered in scars because you used to make your own weapons? That was one of them. One of the scars, the scar on my finger, which I don't know if you can see it over there. On your on your wonky finger? Uh no, that's no my pointer finger, my right one. Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. The on my left one I I sliced clear through my clear through my uh the uh, every layer of skin down to the bone. Ooh, could you see the bone? Yes. It was disgusting. I can still have it ingrained in my memory. So what happened was I was making arrows and I didn't know I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, my dad had explained what to do. It's more I knew what I was doing. I just wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. I knew what to do. I did it wrong. And um, and I'm sitting there slicing along. Did you whittle off your finger? I oh, was slicing. God. Yeah, I had it going away from me, slicing and whittling down the end to a point. But I had my finger down near where the where the tip of the arrow was. Where the well, the tip of the stick. Let's be honest. Where the tip of the stick was, and I went. Whoop, I was Fuck. slicing through and just c- cleanly cut through. Um, cut through down to the bone on oh. my finger, and it was one of those things where I like went into instant shock, and I still have it visibly. It's ingrained in my memory where I could see the bone. I looked at my finger, like trying to figure out what just happened. Oh, it's like that thing where it's like something bad just happened. Something bad just happened. Yeah, something bad you just happened. But it, you can't register it yet. Yep. Yeah. And it was even before it just started. Started the the blood started pouring out because it bled a lot, um, and <gasps> I could uh, the flap. There was two flaps of skin just oh, kind of flapping. Oh fuck, Greg! There. Don't say flaps of skin. And I could see down to the bone, and I could see like the every layer of skin and flesh down to the bone, like like a side, like it like sliced through like on a diagram, and um, and then it just started bleeding a lot. And I, I remember sitting there like um um. Um, that, Mom! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't even know what to do. I, I don't even think I I cried or anything. I was 11 years old when I did that. I don't even think I cried because I was just in shock. I'm just like ah 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 ah, Mom, <laughs> running in and uh, bleeding all over the place. Oh and, God! Yeah. So anyway, I had to go to the emergency room that time again. Get some get some stitches in that. They stitched it up though. I still got a nice clean cut scar all across my finger. Yeah, it was a it was a good one. I wasn't very good at making my own weapons. No. Also, I had spears. I would make spears too. You wouldn't like throw them at harmless animals, right? No, I didn't throw them at animals. Um, I mean, even if I had wanted to, I couldn't get close enough to an animal to throw it at. No, I would. Th- Did you want to? Nutrias, yeah. I hate nutrias. Okay. Nutrias, nutrias are a nuisance. They should go away. So, yeah, if I could have, sure, I would have thrown one at a nutria, but I could never get close enough to one. So, no, I would mostly throw it up in the air and try to just make it stick to the ground and then throw it at trees. And usually not my brother. I wouldn't throw the spear That's at true. Him. It's country living. Like, throwing rocks at trees is something you guys did, right? Oh, yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, you pick out a target. You know, I'd make a little target thing with my spear so I could get my aim down, and I'd, uh, I'd throw my spear at it. Yeah, it was pretty good. I, I, was, I was pretty good. Uh, I just left the chat for a little bit and then look back and people are talking about bringing swords to the next listener party. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a bad idea. <laughs> we do have our green room sword. There is. There's yeah, a sword in the green room. We do have a sword in here. So in case if, if anyone ever storms the castle, I've we seen, have our sword. I've seen pictures of Aaron and Dan from uh, Geek in the City opening beers with that sword. Rick Rutherford just said, uh, Greg is the sickly boy covered in scars reading Ninja Magazine and making homemade weapons. <laughs> I was totally that kid. Oh my god! Totally, I that could just kid. see you like whittling and then going, taking a hit of like your asthma medicine, and then whittle, 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 <laughs> I whittle. I did whittle, have whittle, my whittle. asthma medicine. Whittle, 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 whittle. <laughs> that's oh my. That's god. honestly not that far from the truth. <gasps> oh, oh, yep, a bunch of acne, 
Yeah, I was that kid. I was totally that kid. Yeah, and there's a. I wondered why why not many uh, girls would want to talk to me. I always wondered why that was. Now I understand. <sighs> oh my god. Yep, I was that kid. Yeah, you still are that kid. Yes. <laughs> and then that's when I learned how to. Uh, after after that, I I tried different techniques to uh, to look attractive. And that's when I decided to slick my, my hair now, big and curly, because I, I grew it out. And then I had a shorter haircut, but I would plaster it to my head with hairspray and gel and every kind of product you can possibly think of. You, you've always liked your hair products is what you're saying. Apparently I do. Apparently. And I had this, the perfect part down the side and the wave haircut and all that stuff. I just put, might have put your prom picture in the chat. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That that wasn't prom. Okay, there's a picture in the live chat, and I, we're not posting that on our page. Yep. Or so you you have to be a subscriber to see this. Yes. If you're a subscriber, go into the chat archives, and you can uh, see this. She is totally giving me like the friend hand, like the no holding hands. That so that picture. So th- <laughs> I, that I think I was 14 when that picture was taken, and I uh, I believe that was homecoming. And Maureen was one of our friends. Like she, we, we were always just friends. She dated some of my other friends at, oh, at different points. Oh, everyone liked Maureen at certain points, huh? No, Maureen and I were never really like that. We honestly, but uh, it was still though. It was a girl that I was going to a dance with, and I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I think basically, if I remember correctly, she pretty much made me ask her so that uh, we could go as friends. And the thing was though, I was nervous as hell about that because we, I didn't know what to do, and so we went to dinner. In um, I think we went to, Applebee's, I think we went to Corvallis. It wasn't Applebee's, but it okay. was something like that. And it was it was a similar version of that in Albany or Albany or Corvallis. Corvallis, yeah, I think it was Corvallis where we went. And uh, and I remember going to dinner. We got dropped off literally in a minivan. Went in there for dinner, and my dad had given me money to pay for dinner. So I had, <laughs> I had the money, and uh, and we had dinner. But the thing was, there was the whole corsage thing, which I had no idea how the hell that worked. I knew you were supposed to do that kind of thing, but I didn't know what to do. And I was terrified, absolutely mortified at the prospect of having to pin a corsage on her and get anywhere near her boob and, like, in front of parents. Oh and like, God, is that real? Like, people, you really worried about that? Oh, I was absolutely I mortified. it was something just I, in, like, Molly Ringwald movies. Now, granted, people... I wanted to touch boobs, but it was the idea of her in the dress, like, when she would show up, I was absolutely... I, I remember this right now. It's bringing back all this nervousness and uh, and how how absolutely horrified I was at the idea of this because I freaked out for a week about just the corsage I mean me worrying about things that just sounds so God Greg does not yeah that's just so rare I mean when Greg is worrying about something else he'll try and like go through his mind and be like what's something that I don't have any control over right now and doesn't need to be done right this second but I need to focus on it right now right that 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 thing I need to do that now I need to do that now too oh my god that's in my whirlwind of crazy yeah yeah I I I get a little nervous well and and Aaron's saying if she gives you a free uh, pass at boob touch um, then go for it but the thing was I mean it's like parents were there we were 14 so it's not like we were driving ourselves or anything like that so i i was terrified of the idea of having to pin this on a girl's oh god it was just everything about it everything about it terrified me mm. except for the fact i did want to touch boob of course but so so i um instead got the wrist corsage so that's how that you solved her. the problem because you were just so afraid of her boobs i was so afraid i was not not afraid of her 
boobs necessarily. I was afraid of being in front of parents. And then what if I accidentally touched it and then I did it wrong? Or then what if I stabbed her with it on accident? Yeah, stabbing her would have been pretty bad. Yeah. Well, would you feel better if I put? I found a picture that my friend posted of me going to a dance in my junior year? Yes. All right. That would make me feel better because I would I would like to see that. Um, <laughs> see, you don't look bad though. <laughs> you just look like a high school girl going to a dance. Like that's not awkward. That's not uncomfortable. You look fine. That night was uncomfortable. You look fine. Oh my god, this was uh, this was senior prom, but I was a junior. And then the girl in the green is uh, my one of my oldest friends, Tanea. But these two guys, I won't name their names. Like they both asked us to prom, and they were best friends. Oh, somebody's asking, were they members of UA One? No. Okay. No. <laughs> but they were both fucking huge potheads. Super potheads. Okay. So much so that after they picked us up, Tanea and I sat in the back of the car while they got stoned for a half an hour. <laughs> I shit you not. And we're sitting there and we're just like, really? And Tanea's... Because it wasn't... Because I was only a junior and Tanea was a senior. So I'm like, well, this isn't really my prom, so I don't care. Yeah. But Tanea was just like, seriously, I'm spending my fucking senior prom sitting in the back of a car while these two idiots get stoned <laughs> before we go to the prom. It was a really weird night. Uh, somebody is saying... Oh, Scott says, me thinks Greg would hit on your friend, sir. Uh, yeah. 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 Totally. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, I probably would have been too scared to. But yes, I would want to. <laughs> I would, no, I, I would hit on her. Um, yeah. Well, yours doesn't look that bad. Yeah, mine, I just, I was so nervous about that. And yeah, the, the, the one thing about the picture of me and Maureen is, yes, it's very clear. And it was, she posted this online the other day. And a lot of people made this comment that it's clear. She's doing the, she's touching me on the shoulder, like the... Uh, we're friends. This is nothing more than <laughs> yes. that. We're this just is nowhere friends. near his genitals. <laughs> That's nowhere near anything. Don't get any ideas. We're just buddies. We're buddies. So. Do they still do awkward like dance poses? Uh, you mean like yeah, yeah like the for, for school dances? Like do they still tell you like put one hand on his lapel and the other hand on his left shoulder? Well, of all the high school dances I've been to lately, I just I just haven't paid attention to that part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. May- maybe they do. Maybe they do do that. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Someone's asking if um, the guy on the left is wearing a medallion. Yes, he was. He yes. wore a medallion? Your date wore a medallion? No, not my date. Uh, Tanea's date. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty classy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that night was not so fun. Well, I feel great about myself well, right now. But fun nights. Speaking of fun nights, last yes. night was a fun night. Yes, it was. Because Kelsey was in town. And uh, since she was in town, ended up uh, having a gathering of friends. All got together, watched the Blazer game. They won. Which always makes the night even better. It does. And so I'll get to hang out. And I swear, there was like something in the air last night. People were f- fucking crazy. Yeah, I kind of took off. Uh, took off pretty much. Not, not yeah, I left about like a, I left about an hour after you. Yeah. And shit was just going nuts. Yeah. Like everyone was just balls of the wall. Everyone was just like, all right, just like it was Friday. Yeah, there was a little crazy in the air. There was crazy in the air. Like, when we first got to the bar that we were watching the game at, um, all, everyone's just like, let's start taking shots, which, you know, shots at 5 p.m. Usually don't bode, you know, to end well by No, that's not necessarily a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, lots of shots. I actually saw somebody, which I've never seen this before. So um, went and had some drinks. There was some feistiness. And then I actually saw somebody at a bar leaning out the door of the bar holding onto the side of the door with their hand one hand on the rail on the side of the door the other hand on their penis and they were peeing on the street what somebody was standing in the doorway of a very busy bar on hawthorne 
And I looked down the hallway, and the bartender told me, she's just like, uh, I think that guy over there is fucking peeing. And I looked, wow. and this guy is stabling himself, like stabilizing himself with one hand on the door frame. The other hand is clearly, I, I did not see what was going on, but I could hear him peeing. And he was just standing in the doorway of the bar peeing on the street. Wow. It was nuts. I don't think I've ever seen that. No. Where? where I mean, don't say the place where you were, but Jesus, that sounds like you're in some podunk town in the middle of nowhere where it's just all the all the locals and somebody's peeing out the no, back. No, this was on this was on Hawthorne Boulevard here in Portland, Oregon. You can get arrested for that. Yeah, I, would that be counted as? Uh, that would be like exposure, like indecent exposure. Indecent exposure. Yeah, I think so. Okay, but I've never seen anything peeing like that. Out the back door, dude. He was. It was like uh, maybe like eight thirty at the wow. latest, and he was just standing there. With one hand on the door frame, other hand on his penis, and just peeing away. And then, like, and then after he was done, he just, like, zipped up and then, like, stumbled back into the bar. And, like, you know, the bartender was clearly like, no. <laughs> no more for you. Wow. It was just, yeah, there was a lot of crazy in the air. That's pretty amazing. Got to watch uh, Lisa um, grind on Brian. Lisa would grind on Brian Wood to Macklemore. Yes, that I did see fun. that. I did see that. Yeah, it was a good night. Yeah. 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 That's it was. Story. Uh, you know what the the night of that picture, junior prom, not so good. No, no, no. Well, they rarely end mm-hmm. end well. That's true. No, this was uh, that uh, that picture was before I had either a girlfriend and before Puberty. I started my. Oh yeah, that too probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, before I started uh, bringing the foreign chicks to the dances. So yeah, I forgot you were the weird foreign exchange student guy. Yeah, I liked the foreign exchange girls. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I, I had a thing for them. <laughs> Pretty much all of them. Like you were really creepy today. Why? I don't know. Something about Why is that creepy? I don't know. You like the girls who know nothing of your past. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no. I mean, I don't know. They were cool. Yeah. They were cool. Foreign exchange chicks are awesome. Anyway. That's that's enough. You've already I've already been told I'm gross. I'm a girl. No, I didn't and say you were I'm gross. Creepy. Yes, you did at the beginning of the show. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, the burping's gross. You're right. I did yeah. say that. My apologies. Yeah. No, you're you're totally gross. <laughs> oh, behind the scenes, Greg's in severe pain right now. You all right, buddy? Sorry, yeah, just trying to fight through the pain. Yeah, seriously, uh, my back is This really is the one messed. day, too, that I didn't bring any ibuprofen. Yeah. I'm sorry It's about fine. It. Yeah, I don't need to talk about it. I'd... Well, I have some... My first story might cheer you up. Okay. Well, first of all, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Now, Greg, when we were talking about this before, you let me know that you are a fan of cruises. You've been on a cruise before. You had a good time. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like an aficionado, but I have... I did go on one... And um, when I was like 20. And yeah, it was fun. Okay. You know, it's different. It's not really how I like to travel now. But if you want to relax, it's very relaxing. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Well, I have a new uh, kind of cruise that you can go on that would totally be relaxing for you. And I think it's right up your alley. Okay. So, of course, you know, a lot of cruises haven't been going so well lately. So, you know, the cruise economy is trying to step it up a little. Mm-hmm. Try to make, uh, trying to entice people to sure. go, you know, to go on their boats and to sure. tell them that it, they aren't, you know, hell holes that don't work and you're stuck in the middle of nowhere with you know, no, no toilets or anything. Right. Carnival. And by doing this, they have come up with, you know, different kinds of cruises, including the Cougar Cruise, Greg. Oh, jeez. A travel company. That promises to match up smoking hot cougars with hunky young cubs. <laughs> Seriously? Maybe just what the ailing cruise ship industry needs to inject a dose of sexy fun. Oh, so it's basically a cougar orgy? 
Yes, so the Cougar Cruise is the brainchild of uh, the Singles Travel Company. This is what it's called, <laughs> uh, which was created in 2009, which, uh, attra- which attracting young women in their mid-40s and their younger prey, who could only be 25 to 35 years old, Greg. So you make Ooh, the cutoff. I make the You cut. make the cutoff. You make okay. the cut. If you do it in, within the next few months. Um, so they go to all, they make many kinds of tropical trips. So a spokesperson uh, who runs Sweet. the Cougar Cruise says, we try to make it as possible to get cl- uh, close to 50-50 as we can, which means that they're going to have yeah. equal amounts hot ladies and young cubs. Well, let's, uh, are they guaranteeing hot ladies? I don't know. Is that what's, because let's, let's be clear on this. Mm-hmm. All right, so what they're saying is, um, they said they never actually succeed in getting enough cougars to go around. So they're saying they have too many young cubs on the cruise. Oh, well, let's see, that's not good for me. I think that they're lying. They're trying to get the old ladies on the on the cruise. That's why they're oh, saying that. Oh, now I get it. Yes. Okay. Is there a picture here? Is there a demonstration of uh, of what we're talking about? Because I'd like to. I'd like to. Well, the women can range anywhere from forty to in their sixties uh, and early seventies. Oh as yeah, well. I'm going to avoid that. Oh yeah. No. So the so the package cruise uh, for the Cougar cruise is uh, certainly not for the shy, as passengers are encoded, uh, are encouraged to get together every night before dinner, <laughs> and they have ob- <laughs> obligatory. Hot tub parties every night. <laughs> Obligatory? Like yes. you have to? You're forced hot to go into patrol. the hot tub. Yes. Huh. As for the clientele, as for the clientele on the party boat, <clears throat> a spokesperson goes on to say, there will definitely be the boozy and Botoxed cougars on the cruise for sure. But there will, there will definitely, oh, let's see, there will definitely be absolutely normal, empowered, confident women that aren't too aggressive, <laughs> that were classy. Yes, normal, empowered, confident women always go on the cougar cruise. Yes. Also, young men. at the cougar cruise, the spokesperson says that um, the young male passengers, or the young male cubs who are on the cruise, were described as old souls. They're very talented, <laughs> they're very educated, and sometimes they just don't relate to a lot of women their age, which is why they're looking for someone older and Dude, sexier. you know what? I would actually... <sighs> I mean, you figure you're not going to pay for a damn thing once you get on there. Yeah. Most likely. Uh, hmm. I don't know. The other thing is, though, I could see getting on there and, like, some weirdo latches on, for some reason gets a fascination... With me, no, none of the other ones, just one weirdo. And here he goes again. And follows me around everywhere. Someone's just going to get obsessed with Greg. That's his biggest fear, is that somebody's going to be so obsessed no, with him. No, 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 Don't no, Don't forget no. your hair product, Greg. No, that's not what I mean. Oh, God. Now you're turning this into... I understand how that sounded. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. I want some psycho... Uh, I'm already turning it into a bad time in my mind. Um... No, and ladies, like any it. any of our like the forties and fifties ladies, like this is kind of what this is. This is the equivalent of creepy old men. This is creepy old women. These are these women are like in their seventies. Well, the seventies, hell no. No, and that's what a lot that's of that's what I are. mean. Forties is I'm fine. Looking. No, that's fine. But I'm saying like the majority of them tend to be older. Yeah. Yeah, but you might be able to find mm. a sugar mama. Oh no, Greg! I just saw this. What? The upcoming December 2013 Cougar Cruise departs from Miami, but in two, December of 2013, you're going to be 36. Oh man! Oh, you Can won't be able to ID? do it. I don't know. You could try. Um. Well, uh, actually, it's not so bad, Greg. Uh, prices start at $339 for a five-night trip, which includes all meals, drinks, and entertainment. How much is it? $339 for five That's nights. It? That's it? It's a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. What if I buy it now? Hmm. 
If you buy it I'll before you, you turn this. too yeah. old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's weird, but that's also resourceful. All right, I'm going to have to think about this. Okay. I'm going I'm to research this just a little bit more. Hey, Greg, next up. Mm-hmm. Here's a story of why I don't have roommates. <laughs> a man has been convicted of manslaughter by a jury for strangling his roommate in a drunken fight over him not cleaning the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, that's not... Ter- I, I take that back. I, why am I laughing? The the, the guy died? Oh, yeah. He's a, he, okay, well, yeah, that he's that part is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see how how uh, disputes could happen. Yes. You know, having lived... I mean, I've lived with a number of roommates, and this isn't about any one roommate. But, yeah, that stuff happens. All right, well, apparently, one of the roommates woke up in the middle of the night. Let's see. So he was sleeping... Where did it go? All right, so he woke up... So the guy who has been convicted of murdering his roommate for the mur- for the dirty kitchen. Uh, says he woke up on a basement couch and he was being pummeled by the roommate and he, he was able to get away and ended up on the floor. After he ran into the kitchen, he started to bring up the fact that the kitchen hasn't been cleaned and that's when the other guy started to strangle him. He fought back and ended up strangling him and kicking him in the face and wow. in turn doing the murder. Wow. Yeah. I mean, damn. You know, I mean, dishes are dishes, but jeez. Where was this at? Uh, let's see. It's in Edmonton, Ontario. No, it says a uh, uh, Edmonton, Ca- Calgary. Excuse me. Excuse yeah. Me. So when I, Edmonton, Alberta. What am I doing? I am I so know. distracted right now. I'm sorry. Up. I'm in. I'm in a lot of pain right now. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. Sorry. Yeah, Greg I, is I kind really, of wiggly really over there. Edmonton, Alberta. I don't know what I was thinking. Okay, you're thinking that you're in pain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Greg. <laughs> sorry, I'm okay. I'm alright. All right. All right, well, this next Give me story. a break on that one. Come on, everybody. All right. Yeah. Carrying on. Next up, the story starts with a pun. It says, ay, ay, ay. And this is out of Texas. Thank you to everybody who sent me the story and the, the other stories that are coming up. Police in Texas say that a fight between two women ended with one ripping out the other's left eyeball from its socket. Oh, jeez. Talisha, like more than five people sent me this story. I'm like, thanks for the ripped out eyeball story, people. (laughs) And I love you. Uh, Talisha Kaviana Morrison, 20 years young, told police that she attacked the victim's eye and, quote, dug her fingers up in there during an altercation last Saturday in Austin. Oh, so it must have been during South by Southwest, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yes. So according to the arrest affidavit, when police were able to bring Morrison in for questioning, she admitted to being involved in a fight and she had a couple of broken fingernails as the result of a fight. Ugh. The 22-year-old victim, who was screaming in pain when police arrived, was transported to a local hospital where medical professionals sedated her and reinserted her eyeball that they had gathered from the scene. Oh, did it, did it return? All right. Or did, it, did she get her eyesight back? Uh, the victim says, well, I'll tell you, the victim says uh, that she came at me with her hand toward my face. She also says that she has her vision now, but her injured eye is now blurry. At least it's fucking in there, right? Bitches are nuts. Bitches be crazy. Morrison, the, the eyeball ripper outer, has been charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon being her fingers. It remains unclear what started the fight. Wow. Yeah. Careful who you get uh, involved with. Damn. I think that happens on the Cougar Cruise. Eyeball ripping? I don't know. I don't know. Do they get in fights? I'm sure they do. I kind of want to go on it now. I know you do. I could tell. I kind of just want to see. I mean, even if I just sit there and, and drink. 
and just watch. I mean, you could. I mean, if it's free drinks and food for $339. Dude, yeah, that, that, airfare to Miami, though, probably ain't cheap. Yeah, probably not in December. Yeah. But if you oh. got your ticket now. Hmm. That might be worth I mean, That might a be a worthy deal. investment. It's a pretty good deal, is all I'm saying. It's can I afford not to go on it? That's true. That's the question. the question. That is yeah. the question. Yeah. You're going to have to think about that. I am. I'll think a long time about that. Mm-hmm. All right. And finally, and uh, thank you to everyone who sent me this story, too. <laughs> and you will know why after this sentence. Oh, no. An escort has been accused of attacking a man and nearly biting oh. off his penis oh. during a sexual encounter God at an Orange it. County hotel and has been arrested on an attempted murder charge. Son of a bitch. <sighs> Again, an escort accused of attacking a man and nearly biting off his penis during a sexual encounter at an Orange County hotel was arrested on attempted murder charges. Deputies were called to the fancy Crestwood Suites after multiple 911 callers reported screaming and growling from a room on the second floor. Growling. Growling? When police arrived, they found the victim covered in a significant amount of blood with numerous bite wounds. He was rushed to the Orlando Regional Medical Center. The man had significant bites to his penis... And testicles, oh. as well as damage to his leg, abdomen, chest, and fingers. Did he give her bath salts beforehand or something? Like, well, it is Florida. Yeah, I'm surprised this isn't from Port St. Lucie. Uh, his alleged attacker, whose name is Priscilla Vaughn, Priscilla Vaughn, P R I S C I L L A Vaughn, like Vince Vaughn. Oh, okay. When police showed up. Priscilla Vaughn was nude and had blood around her mouth, which had spread to her face and into her hair. Also, police said when they approached Vaughn, she growled and snarled at them. Wow. So the victim later told deputies his attacker uh, was an escort he'd hired. After dinner, they returned to her hotel room where they drank alcohol and Vaughn took ecstasy. So that's Pr- Priscilla Vaughn took the ecstasy. During consensual sex, uh, the man, the victim says that the escort became more aggressive and she began to nibble on his genitals. Oh. He then described it from nibbling to biting as if she were trying to eat his penis and testicles. Oh my God. What the hell? The victim tried to get away, but Vaughn, quote, was too powerful and he could not get her off of him. She also took away his cell phone when he tried to call for help. It's being noted. Yeah. Why would you be paying to have sex with this woman? I don't know. Well, I don't think she got paid. Uh, the victim is not being named because of the sexual nature of the crime. When deputies searched the room later, they found a significant amount of blood, knocked over furniture, and strewn belongings, as well as a sex toy that had been severely damaged to the point of being torn in half by human teeth. Oh. This is... The police report says the damage to the sex toy indicates a desire that, uh, to cause severe damage... Vaughn, 29 years old, uh, faces charges of attempted second-degree murder, false imprisonment, and tampering with the victim's ability to contact law enforcement. She has been jailed without bail. It remains unclear when she will be released. Lock that woman up. She should not be released. If there's at any point when you're trying to question what you think someone's doing and in your mind you're thinking, I think that she's trying to eat my penis and testicles. (laughs) That's probably when you should stop. If that's the answer to the question... You should probably stop. Probably leave the room. Probably just say goodbye to that. Just forfeit your however just, much you pay. Just say goodbye.
goodbye to your 40 bucks or whatever. Also, the fucked up thing with the, um, I mean, you know, there's nothing else fucked up in this, but uh, <laughs> with the sex toy, what they were saying is that it looks like the sex toy had been previously chewed and ripped apart. So the guy who hired the escort, the sex toy was in the room with him, therefore he saw the escort chewing and ripping up this thing, and he's what just like, hell? wow, I want that I want that face near my, near my dick. Who, who decides after they see someone rip apart a sex toy I with their teeth? I do not teeth? know. Like, please, please pleasure me. I do not know. That is absolutely horrifying. Never mind. I don't want to go on the Cougar Cruise anymore. All right. And that, my friends, it's your world of crazy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, how uh, you doing, bud? I'm all right. Greg is not feeling good. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Got some got some pains. Got some spasms. Yep. I'm getting old. I might be too old for the Cougar Cruise. Well, you are pushing 36. I... That's true. Mm. You're closer to 36 than you were I 35. I can still go on a Cougar Cruise, and I'm still No, you fine. can't, actually, because yes, the Cougar I could. Cruise leaves in December, and you're going to be way too old. Not if you're going to be t- old balls by then. Not if I buy my ticket beforehand. The Cougars don't want your old balls. Not if I buy my ticket Mm-mm. beforehand. It'll be fine. They'll never know. I, uh, 395. I'm really thinking about this. I know you are. Which is kind of disturbing because I just told you about a story where a woman tried to chew off a man's penis and well, you're that's still true. like talking about going on a cruise with strange women. Well, yeah, but see, but then they would be buying me drinks. Or no, everything's paid for. Yeah. What, what else do I get out of it then? Sex with old ladies? Oh. Okay, maybe. Obligatory hot tub nights? Hot tub. <laughs> hot tub nights. Everybody, what do they do if you don't go to the hot tub nights? I don't nights? know. Shame you into it? Yeah. Hey, everybody, Greg in room 302 won't come to the hot tub party. I don't like sitting in hot tubs. I get too hot. I can only sit in a hot tub for like five minutes. Oh, I like hot tubs. I don't find them relaxing at all. I get too hot and uncomfortable. Oh, no, I think they're fantastic. Hmm. I don't like it. I feel like I'm sitting in a giant stew, like a human stew. Well, now you've ruined it for me. Now that I'm thinking about it along those lines. Oh, yeah, you're just marinating in everybody else's juices. You'll end up smelling the same. I mean, think about it. If you stick things inside of a, a stew pot, they all start to taste the same. Why wouldn't you start to smell the same as all the other humans in your hot tub stew pot? Well, because they put chlorine in it and they uh, clean it out. Chlorine only does so much. Uh, damn it. All right. Well, we do have uh, something that we're going to be needing to do here in a little bit. And okay. that is... An all-new edition of Science Facts, <laughs> in which Science Facts is the uh, the bit where uh, I answer all of your questions about science. All right, so are we asking for some science questions? We're asking right now. for some science questions right now. If you are a live listener at FunEmploymentRadio.com, just go into uh, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com/live, uh, log into the chat, and let us know what your questions are that you would like to answer because right, I, I have the knowledge to make your life so much easier and we'll gather some of those questions and then I'll go ahead and, and, uh, and answer some of them for you. Okay. I'm, I'll answer life's mysteries, Sarah. Oh, Greg, everyone's just so excited Life's mysteries that. will be solved okay. right here on FunEmploymentRadio.com because that's what we do. All right. All right. Well, we'll gather some questions. Um, maybe could we take a quick break? Absolutely. Um, and, uh, and I'm going to... Uh, yeah, take a quick break, but uh, send the questions in. We will gather them when we come back here in just a few minutes. We will answer all of your questions. Oh my goodness! Whatever yeah, so keep that. So we're going to be I in here. So send the, the questions. Yes, I have the I have the answers for you. All right. All right. We'll be you back sound in like a minute a <laughs> with more fun employment. I'm I'm a little bit like a psychic. Okay. We'll be back here in a minute with more fun employment radio. Dot com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 
Hi everyone, you are listening Fun Employment Radio. This is Tommy Wiseau. Thank you for listening. And one and two and three. All right. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. I bet he knows all the answers to the universe. Sure he does. Well, he's an American citizen. He is. Uh, welcome back raised. to Fun Employment Radio. Thank you everyone for tuning in today on this Friday. We do so. Greatly appreciate it. Oh, yes, and of course, uh, before we move on with science facts, I did want to say one thing. We ran into the lovely purveyors of Sorrells yesterday. Yes, we did. Sorrells on Hawthorne. Anton and Deb there. Uh, Anton, uh, well, of course, Sarah instantly asked uh, when the new sunglasses are coming in. I did. And then, he get, and then he told me, he's like, Sarah, if you want... You can even look at the catalog someday. And I, my brain almost exploded. That's, I had to walk away. Anton, I had to walk you away. You need to give some serious thought about that, Anton, before you allow that to happen. That, that, could, that could be a very dangerous prospect. It can't. It can't I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. I know me well enough. I know me well enough. <sighs> I don't know about that. I do have to say I do have my uh, sunglasses today that I bought at Sorrell's. And these ones are actually called uh, Titanic's. Titanics, huh? I swear. Wow, they how are. perfect for you. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the name. That is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Sorrell's on Hawthorne. They have a lot more than just sunglasses. It is a fantastic place and wonderful, wonderful owners. And uh, they support us and Geek in the City. They sell our T-shirts down there. So you can go in, pick up a T-shirt, and just uh, go in, peruse the store. Seriously, you will find something that you want. And it is a, it is a really amazing place. Sorrell's on Hawthorne, 37th and Hawthorne, right across the street from the and Baghdad it's perfect theater. for gifts for anybody or even things oh, yeah. for yourself. Like I go in there for gifts for people and I, I always end up buying something for I them. almost always buy birthday presents and Christmas mm. presents. You know there. what else? Really quick, I was over there the other day. And they have these amazing uh, candlesticks that are in because it's getting up on wedding season. Oh, and they have yeah. these great candlesticks that look like they're one candle, but they're kind of intertwined. And you can get them. They're like these really beautiful like metal candlesticks. So it's kind of like the unity of marriage. And they oh. go together. So you can like link them together or have them separate. They're really oh, wow. cool. Totally buying those for some weddings I'm going to. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, it, uh, it is nigh on the time. For some science facts. Now, here's how science facts work. You guys put some questions into the live chat. I turned off the chat, so I honestly do not know what the questions were. Mm -hmm. Sarah has compiled questions. I have. She is going to feed me the questions. We'll do, uh, let's do uh, three or four of them. Three or four. All right. I got that. I got that. Three or four of them. She will tell me the question, and it will be my job to explain to you the answer of uh, how it works or what it is or whatever, whatever the question may be. So I have... I have an extensive knowledge of science. You sure do. And I think a lot of people realize that. And this is kind of why we did this. It's more more of a service to everyone Mm -hmm. so that we can help you guys become educated too. And this way, you can go throughout your day and understand, oh, wow, good good music for this. What what is this? It's called alien music. (laughs) Uh, Really? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Ancient alien theorists. Mm -hmm. All right. Best costume ever. Oh, yes. I'm totally going to do that. Um, (laughs) Okay. Let me take a little swig of coffee here. All right. There you go. And we also, um, just behind the scenes, we also were able to find some painkillers, and Greg yes. is on his way to being better. Um, I have no idea why the hell. Yeah, you're. Hurts, yeah, I really. You have usually no play idea. for the through the pain. I can tell that you're seriously not feeling well. It takes some real serious. Pain yeah, for me, for me to acknowledge it. Yeah, but whatever, that's fine. Um, all right, Sarah, I am ready when you are. For all the right, first Greg question. Nibbler. Okay. All right, question number one comes from Loki. Okay. Greg. Yes. Loki would like to know. Okay. How do telescopes work? Oh, that's an excellent question. How do telescopes work? Well, let's think about telescopes for a minute, why don't we? Telescopes are used to look at the stars. They're used to see distances away, see the heavens of the, of the universe. They're also used here on Earth, primarily known 
by sea captains. When sea captains use their telescopes, they use them to, to look at the horizon, see what's, what's coming up, what's going, where the whales are. So here's how it works. Telescopes were, were originally invented by whale hunters out on the open sea. Now, what do we know from Star Trek IV? Whales can communicate with the heavens. Obviously, this is what we know. Whales, humpback whales, they sing the songs of the universe. And they are, in fact, a highly involved being. Now, whale hunters, when they were out uh, hunting, at first, it's very difficult to find a whale without a telescope. Let's just say that. It took sure. a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, when, you, when, they, when they would harvest a whale, there was one thing that was a little bit different, a little bit something they hadn't seen before. And what was that? That was the blowhole on a whale. The blowhole on a whale is obviously very something very mystical, very unique. And you'll see this in a lot of cultures from around the world. So essentially what they would do is they, they picked up this blowhole and they were like, well, that's kind of odd. What's going through there? And they realized when they looked through it, they could see far, far distances because of the way of the construction of the whale's, the whale's body. So the way it works is that whales... Since they have this connection with the outer universe and they have such a knowledge of the sea, that's how the original telescopes were made. The original telescopes were actually a whale's blowhole attached to a stick. And when you see through it, you can see what the whale sees, which is so much more than any of us can see. Now, you know, science has allowed us to manufacture these without using actual whales. Now, we've moved on. You know, much like we used to use whale uh, blubber and, uh, and oils for, for lamp oil and all those things. We've moved on. We can make synthetic whale blowholes now. But that's the secret they don't want you to know. Telescopes work because of whales' blowholes. Next question. All right. Question number two. Mm-hmm. This question is from Keith. Comes from Keith, all right? So comes from Keith, all right. Uh, Keith is a learned man. Keith sure a is. a man of science, much like me. Mm-hmm. You guys are, you guys are okay. soulmates. All right. Keith wants to know, Greg, yes. there's a new theory about the number of higgs boson. What is it? Yes. There's a new theory? There's a new theory about the number of higgs boson. Okay. Well, what I guess, what is higgs boson? What do you think the theory is? What do you, what do you think about the number? Well, are you talking about the number? Yeah. The number is seven. I mean, that's I mean, really, that's the only question? The new theory about the number of higgs boson? What's He wants to know what the number is. Yeah, it's seven, obviously. Okay. The next question. That, that was Maybe we can come up with a little bit more in-depth questions. All right, time. next up. Yes. Pretty technical question. Mm-hmm. Greg, who would win the fight between a robot or a Sasquatch? Oh, this is a very good question. And, quite honestly, a bit of a trick question. Robots and Sasquatches obviously are at the top of the fighting chart if you were to fight them, much like it would be seeing a shark and a, a lion fight. You know, both very, uh, very amazing predators have to be in their right element, though, to really fully, uh, fully see what they can do. And much like the lion and, and, the, and, the, and the sharks, robots and Sasquatches have to be involved in their element. Now, clearly in the woods, if this were a woodly setting... If this were, say, the forests of Mount Hood, or uh, the Cascades of, of Oregon, or the uh, Great Mountains of Nepal, where the Sasquatch there is known, of course, as a Yeti, Sasquatch would clearly win the robot's uh, inferior technology. They would find ways through nature to attack the robot, rust him out. He would run out of power. Clearly, Sasquatch would win that. Now, in a city setting, Sasquatch Sasquatches very rarely come into the city. Now, if they were in a great metropolis, say, as New York or, or uh, Tokyo... 
A Sasquatch would have a very hard time fighting in that circumstance because a that's a, that's a robot's okay. that's a robot's natural natural environment. So if a robot and a Sasquatch were to fight, it would have to be in a neutral territory. It'd have to be somewhere where they could both equally involve uh, be, be involved. I would say probably once again out on a ship surrounded by the ocean where both Sasquatches and robots that's their mortal enemy is is big bodies of water. So in that situation the correct answer of who would win, robot versus Sasquatch, which is why this question is, is pretty genius, is actually a trick question. The correct answer is always going to be the robot Sasquatch. Because the hybrid of these two creatures together would be something unstoppable. Well, if the robot and Sasquatch got together and they were pitted against each other, that's something man wants to see. That's not something robots and Sasquatch want to see. Sure. This is what's terrifying about this. They would be together. They would realize how well they get along and that their offspring could, in fact, rule the world. This is why this fight should never happen, and this should be banished from uh, any thought of mankind. Robots and Sasquatches should never be put in a room together. Unless they're mating. For- no, because then the robot Sasquatch will take over all of us. Oh, gotcha. It's a superior being, sir. All right. Obviously. All okay. right. And I have a final question here, Greg. Yes. And this one comes from Aaron. Greg, Aaron would like to know, what is the real reason Mars is known as the Red Planet? Oh! Again, what is the real reason Mars is known as the Red Planet? All right. Well, this one involves a little bit of science, a little bit of history, and a little bit of creationism. So here's how this is. You know, Mars, obviously, uh, getting its name from uh, the Greek god of war. And um, what do we know about uh, warlike people? Generally, not very liked by other people. Generally, that's not somebody you want to associate. So when the planets were forming, all nine planets, and yes, I'm counting. I'm counting all nine planets. I don't believe in this new theory about Pluto and all that. No, we're going with nine planets. Uh In fact, there are more hidden planets, but I won't even get into talking about that. That's something else. I can't reveal too much right now. That's the subject for another time. When all nine planets were forming, you know, you have Venus up there, all seductive and looking hot. And then you have Mercury, just kind of on its own, trying to kind of chilling out out there. Uh, you got uh, you got Jupiter, a big lovable giant, and you got Saturn out there hanging out. It's got some fancy rings. It's kind of the dancer, kind of the ballerina of the uh, solar system. And you got Earth, you know, looking pretty, looking pretty good. Well, Earth got a pretty good spot in the lineup. Obviously, I think we know that. That's why we're all here. It's because it's the prettiest planet. That is why humans um, evolved on Earth. It's the prettiest planet. What's not pretty, Sarah? What's not pretty? Ugly things? Ugly things. Ugly things are not pretty. That is true. Also, what's not pretty? Assholes. Assholes are never going to be uh, are never going to be something that you want to associate with. And also people who perhaps at certain times are um, at certain times of their revolution of their cycle around the earth are uh, <laughs> are Maybe not so pleasant to be around. Now, Mars, you know, was kind of an asshole just at certain times of the revolution. Other times it can be perfectly wonderful. It can be beautiful, a beautiful sight. Certain times it's not. Much like um, some people say say certain times, at certain times, certain people should wear red armbands to mark themselves to know, hey, I'm not in a good mood. I'm not going to be a nice person to be around. Well, Mars... 
wasn't just an asshole at certain times. Mars was an asshole at all the time. And therefore, the other planets went ahead and painted it red so that everyone would know, stay away from Mars. It's a jerk. Does this this make sense? Are you you saying Mars might, in fact, be an asshole woman? Let's just say Mars always, always thinks it's too hot. Thank you. There you go. That was really compelling stuff. Good. I feel I feel so much smarter now. Good. I really do appreciate it. I'm just trying to uh, my little tiny woman bird brain feels yep. so much more educated. Yep. I'm just I'm just trying to help yeah. spread the knowledge of the universe. I hope this is I hope this is uh, worked out worked out for everyone. Aaron says Mars is the solar system's blood hut. <laughs> Uh, I love educating people about science. You guys can go out and uh, and let everybody know the knowledge that you've learned. Mars is red because it's a jerk. You are so weird. Telescopes are made of whales' blowholes originally, not anymore. And the key to the universe, or and I guess it's Higgs boson. Boson? Higgs boson, yes. Seven. Sorry. Seven is Seven. always the answer. Seven. Always the answer. We've learned that from I've many different things. Being screamed at mm-hmm. on the internet saying yes. I was mispronouncing that. Yes. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We so greatly, greatly appreciate your listenership. Wherever and however you listen, it is fantastic, be it via podcast or be it via the live stream, which actually does greatly support us. Six ninety nine a month. Just a month. Mm-hmm. Not a week. Six not a day. Just nope. a month. That's either a fancy cup of coffee or a couple cups of regular coffee. It is. Coffee's got, That's it. Coffee's just gotten so darn expensive. But you know what's not expensive, Sarah? Mm, entertainment. Absolutely. From us? Hours of From it. From our faces? Certainly. Getting smarter by learning about science? As, this is the thing. This knowledge costs a little bit. you got to pay some bills. Even as much knowledge as I have, i still got to pay some bills. So six ninety nine a month. Subscribe to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Get to hear all of the fantastic programming on this network. Yes. Uh, with that, I will say this. Um, no uh, B-sides and besides. Yep. Today. Nope. Yep. Keelan is uh, busy this weekend, so yep. next week. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for hanging out. This has been a fun week. We love you really all. It really has. Yep. Can't wait to talk to you again on Monday. Have a safe, wonderful, lovely, happy, healthy Do weekend. Do indeed. Yes. And if you see us out and about, come say hello. And totally buy us beer. Oh, yeah. And big uh, shout out to the guy who was running by yesterday and ran up to us and said, hashtag Fun Employment Radio, and then ran off. Yes. That was awesome. You were awesome. We love you, too. You made my day. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Take up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.